0: Imagine you're out to breakfast with your friends. You're enjoying the classic all-American round of eggs, bacon, sausage, OJ, and of course, toast. As you bite into that perfectly browned slice of sourdough with melted butter and jam, you ask aloud the entirely random question, how many slices of this toast can I make with a single bolt of lightning? Your friend next to you always want to know the answer to everything whips out their phone like a wild west gunslinger and speeds to google like mario andretti a hundred thousand is their nearly immediate reply you smile and nod and then that information is stored away in the rusted filing cabinet of memory where all such random and useless facts of trivia go as amazing as it is to have pointless information like this at your fingertips have you ever considered how it got there the information superhighway started out as a dusty single lane road in the middle of nowhere. But now it's a fast paced road rage filled if you're not first you you're last no holds bar destruction Derby. And it's only about to get faster. So get in, buckle up and hold on because 5g is coming. Are you ready? Welcome to Reason to Panic, the only podcast out there for the worried mind. We give you a new reason to panic each week, so you never have to worry about running out of reasons to panic. Good morning, everybody. This is Tyler Mason. It's my segment today, but I'm not alone. I'm joined by my two favorite co-hosts, wonderful people, uh, Eli Bowman and Randall Floyd. Eli, how are you doing this morning, brother? I'm,
1: I'm well. I'm just glad to be one of the favorites at, at this point. That, that makes me feel warm and fuzzy. Thank you.
0: You are in my top two, solidly in my top two. Nice. So, and uh, Randall, you
2: here? Yeah, well, as long as you're not the other person in your top two,
0: I think I feel <laughs> uh, Can I be my own co-host? I, I I'm not as good as Jim Carrey to be me myself and Irene. So
1: <laughs> you could try.
0: It would be fun I... to it would be fun to watch you try. It... <laughs> we'll We'll put that on our YouTube channel when we finally get one of those up and going. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we're we're excited today because uh the the topic is is one that i think it garnered a lot of attention for a little while and then it kind of fizzled into the realms of conspiracy theory um and i think it's starting to to revive back up a a little bit and that is the the uh commencement of 5g speeds for uh our, our browsing and internet usage habits so uh anyway but before we get into 5g and is it good is it bad i want to take a stroll down memory lane because i mentioned that you know the internet superhighway started out as a as a dusty one lane road in the middle of nowhere um my first exposure to being on the internet superhighway was probably when it was uh it was a two-lane highway at that point um but i'm curious what do you guys remember about your first encounters with Uh, getting on on the web
1: (laughs) yeah I I I remember um, one of the first thing that comes to mind is so I'm I'm 38 I turned 39 this year and my dad used to uh, blacktop driveways and um and uh uh, parking lots uh, for a living and he uh used to work for a computer company back in the 90s when when home computers were brand new and he decided that he wanted to be one of the early adopters of these things and so he he agreed or came to an agreement with the owner of the business to if he paved his parking lot he would get paid in a home computer instead of in cash and so we were pretty early adopters, and we had a Commodore 64, and we had an old 256. And I remember billboard systems and the old green screen billboard uh-huh. systems, which were a lot of fun. And I remember the first time I tried to download a picture. Now it was of Paula Abdul. Now, before you jump to conclusions, <laughs> this was a very innocent, uh, innocent um, a for, foray into the internet by, by a young, you know maybe a, a preteen boy at you know, 12, 11, 12, 13 years old. And it, it was like line, two seconds, another line of the photo, <laughs> another two seconds, another line of the photo, very, very slow. But I remember the anticipation was amazing. <laughs> there was, so there was some kind of value there in the slowness of the internet that I look back on now with, with nostalgia and, and with a little bit of uh, a smile on my face because there was something about the anticipation of the impending information that was fun and exciting for a kid like myself. Now, if a picture doesn't load in half a second, I'm furious,
0: right? It still seems slow. That's true. For a picture? Uh, it,
1: is, it is slow by most people's standards today, for sure.
0: What about you, Randall? Well, my
2: foray into the internet was, was, was I don't know. I don't even remember exactly. All, all I remember is that I thought the internet was created so that I could play Bejeweled. so um great game honestly when i and i don't know what its uh progenitor was called it's just a game similar to bejeweled back when i was you know i don't know 1991 1992 or something like that Uh it was just some uh three-bit four-bit type game but i i i saw an advertisement on it somewhere and so when i went to my cousin's house in california I asked him if we could get on the internet cause they had it at their house. I didn't have it at my house. And, and he's like, no. And so I couldn't get on the internet. And so for years I thought it was for a game. And when I finally got on, I got this search engine and I didn't know what to do. So I just turned it off. So that was, I mean, like I, I was so completely unimpressed with the internet at that point. <laughs> I didn't know what it was for and obviously it wasn't for what I wanted to do. So uh, yeah, it was very underwhelming for me.
0: My first uh, memory of the internet, um... Was it was dial-up, right? So, so, so those younger people out here, you used to have to have a designated phone line to be able to search anything, right? So, you get on and you hear the screech and the wail of your your modem connecting to the server and then dialing up, and you heard the dial tone, and then you're you online. Um, I remember I found out that you could watch movie trailers on demand on online. Um, and Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Now, I don't want to get into whether or not that should be considered Star Wars or not, but I was geeked out about it because, you know, it's the first Star Wars that's coming out that, like, I'm old enough to be able to, to go see in a theater. Um, so, it's Star canon. Wars Episode I. It, yeah. <laughs> Is it still canon? No! No! Okay. I, I, I know the whole canon thing kind of got into uh, a little bit of upheaval. But anyway, so... I got online. I got home from school, and I got online, and I went to whatever website it was so I could download Star Wars Episode One's trailer, and I started it as soon as I walked in the door from school, and before I went to bed, I was finally able to watch it. Like it took several hours for it to to load. So, um, so I remember uh, that the good old days. The good old days, right? It was well. It's like watching a Bob Ross painting. You know, you you appreciate it because you had to go through the pain. <laughs> <laughs> of finally, getting to the outcome on the other side. Um, and how many? My, of you, how many of you absolutely loved
1: the the sound of the AOL connecting to the internet? You know, to me, like that was that was amazing. You know, the, hearing you know connecting to my my chat rooms on AOL and hearing that modem you know not fail but actually work was so exciting.
0: Yes, you know, and
1: hear and hearing that beautiful sound. You've got mail. Oh, it was the <laughs> best, the absolute best.
0: See, we never had AOL. I had an AOL um, account so I could use their chat service. But our first internet service provider, our first ISP I can remember was People PC. My dad wouldn't do the AOL one. I, I don't know why. So, But I do remember the, the feeling of success when you finally got on. But do you remember the heartache of somebody calling and you getting kicked off because you lose your connection? Oh, gosh, the worst. It's tragic, right?
2: I never had that experience.
0: You were one of those kids that had a designated phone line for your your internet, didn't you? You I was one of
2: those kids that didn't get the internet until way later. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That
0: explains it then.
1: That does.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. I remember my first email addresses. My my first one was, I don't know, but it's at hotmail.com. And my second one is, I can't remember, but it's at yahoo.com. Those were my first two email addresses. Those are really creative. Really creative. They were fantastic. You have the email address,
1: I don't remember at yahoo.com. That's remarkable.
0: Yeah. So, that
1: was a dad joke deluxe.
0: It was great because, you know, if people wanted my email address and they wanted to have it, like, I don't, I can't remember, but it's a Yahoo. And they're like, well, I can't email you if you don't have it. It's like, sorry, you know. But then it was a pain when I actually wanted to give it to people. They were like, well, no, I need it. I said, no, no, no that's it. I, I can't remember, but it's at Yahoo. And anyway, so it didn't last long. But yeah. <laughs> I, I I digress. Let's get into our subject matter. So that's kind of a stroll down memory lane, right? So that just kind of paints the picture, though, that it used to be like this process to be able to, to garner information. And uh, it's already been covered. Now, if things don't load immediately, oh, good grief, is it frustrating, right? It's just and with us being full-time on the road, you know, we pull into some of those parks where, you know, one of the first things you do is you speed test to make sure you can work, make sure you can stream movies, make sure you can do that stuff. And man, if you're not pushing at least four and a half or, or five megabits per second, it's like, oh, the internet sucks, but you yeah. deal with it. And yeah. and here we go, here comes, here comes 5G. So let's let the conspiracy theories fly. Let's get into it. Um, I'm going to start off first, though, with this disclaimer from howtogeek.com. It's actually not a disclaimer, but it just sets the stage that this is a very convoluted thing. They say this in the middle of a quote. Let's look at the actual science. So we've got the science of 5G. Then we have the actual science of 5G. So like all things, this is going to be completely politicized, completely Uh, objective as to whoever funded the study or whatever but but let's get into it so as we started looking into 5g uh, i sent uh, i sent the guys just a a link to a google search for is uh, the dangers of 5g and then just like from there go wherever you want to go so uh eli let's start with you on on this one what is something that you found with 5g is it harmful is it dangerous is it worth it what are some of your initial thoughts based on your your research? Uh, well, uh,
1: I I've, I've been reading over uh, the article that you sent, and and, and there were you know there are a few articles in that link that you sent out to us so that we could prepare for the show. So by and large, there is I mean there's science, and then there's you know what you said the real science, and and we all know that science is science, right? Like it, it is what it is. Um, I, I do think that the current climate that the political climate and the social climate of our world right now can and has taken has taken 5g technology and kind of run a little bit wild with it i i don't know enough to know just how just how unhealthy it could be except for what i've been reading in preparation for this show okay so i'm not a scientist i'm not a 5g expert but bottom line just for to preserve time is. I think that 5G is not as dangerous as people think it is. Um, But do I think that it's important to look at new technologies like this, especially ones where, um, where, you know, wave technology is, is concerned things like 5G then yes, I think it's important that we understand the effect that that has on our bodies, you know, as we, or before we implement such technology. So I definitely understand the caution in making sure it's a healthy innovation. I mean, I very much am, am interested in making sure it's healthy. That being said, I feel like that a lot of that work has been done, obviously not long-term work because we don't know, but I think the preliminary stuff has been done and I think that they're instituting or installing 5G now. Um, and I think that the, it's, it's probably not as dangerous as some of the alternate health sites and whatnot make it seem. Um, but I also am going to take some. <laughs> I'm not going to go stand by a 5G tower for fun, if if that makes
0: sense. Well, these suckers. I mean, some of them they're talking like three millimeters by three millimeters. They're going to be installed everywhere. So I don't think you get that much of a choice, Eli. You're going to be standing right because they've got to be every uh, 600 feet, give or take, for it to be able to work. Because it's such a small wavelength, such a short wavelength that you know it's. It's going to be hitting you, but, uh, Randall, let's get some of, some of your, your way in on this real quick. And then we'll get into some, some discussion for the, the last little bit of the segment.
2: Well, when you started your monologue and you were, had the person thinking about toast before you said how much, how much a bolt of lightning could, could toast bread? How much, how many pieces of bread? I thought you were going to say how much could 5g toast bread because that was my <laughs> first thought was, well, I man I don't know. I mean, so i I honestly i don't think 5g is any more dangerous than anything else that we're already doing to our bodies and so maybe my biggest worry would be a cumulative effect with 5g mixed with the preservatives i'm eating in my food plus the wind turbine that may exist next to my property plus the exhaust in the air plus everything else that's going on i mean it's not enough for me to want to go and blow up at&t in nashville But it is enough for me to be like, well, you know, maybe we should, should, should figure stuff out before we go and, and, uh, and just start, you know, pumping this out to everybody on demand. But uh, I just, I just, so I was looking at a study study from Deloitte and they just interviewed people all over the world. And most people, like every country that they, they did, it was like 65 to 70% of everybody said, I don't know enough to be worried, to know if I should be worried or not. The only exception to that was China. And they only had 40% of their people thought, you know, that they already knew enough about 5G and only about 14% of their country was worried about the effects of 5G. So I don't know who they interviewed in China. It's completely different from everybody else, but I'm not super concerned about 5G because it's not as direct of an effect as, as other things. I mean, there's all kinds of things I could go into, but that's my general thought right now.
1: So. So I'm, I'm kind of with you, I'm with you, Randall, but I also think it's worth pointing out. I know, Tyler, I'm sure, you, I know we haven't heard from you yet, but, but I think just there, there's, this, there's this understanding we have to have that who wants 5G to roll out? Okay, it's corporations that offer a value to the market. So we love cell phones. We love our technology. When Wi-Fi came out, there were similar concerns about Wi-Fi. I remember this clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even in, 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 in the article on How to, on how to Geek, um they even talked about when when smart readers came out in in homes there was a big a big sort of scare um campaign uh that that talked about the health the adverse health effects that smart meters would have on people so when new technology comes out it's human nature for us to be a little leery of it it's human nature for us to 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 think that it might harm us until we're convinced that it won't but it it's there is validity to the idea, because historically it's been the case, that corporations will pull the trigger as quickly as they can, and that they would rather ask for forgiveness than permission in many cases when it comes to innovation. So there is a conflict of interest here. Corporations want this now, and people want their speed now, but is it Possible that it's happening too fast for us to really gauge the health effects of it.
0: There are so many things that were just brought up between the two of you that, like, I have to cherry pick just a few of them. Eli, I'm glad that you mentioned the smart meters because I, I owned a, a solar company of sorts. We did the marketing aspect of it. Um, we didn't do any of the installs, but but I had guys they went out and they and they marketed, and so I'm really really familiar with that particular industry. The smart meters. Uh, you can actually opt out of having a smart meter in most utility districts because they did find that smart meters do have adverse impacts for people that are on uh, pacemakers uh, or other uh, electronic medical devices, uh, cochlear implants, things like that. There is a radiation that's that's put off by that. And so I kinda wanna pick in in that vein just a little bit because it segues into where I, I, my research most heavily went. And that is dealing with what is 5G? You know, we we talk about internet speeds, right? I got 4G, I got 3G, uh, crap, I'm on, you know, uh, 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 2G. What does that mean? It comes down to the the intensity of the microwave. And that's really what it is that we're receiving to our, our smartphones, to our smart TVs, to anything like that that's hooked up to a uh, a cellular tower is uh it's receiving microwaves and i can't imagine locking myself in a microwave you know for 90 seconds that that would be good right uh now of course that's much higher yeah, intensity of, of, of microwaves but but that's basically what it is that that you've got is is these very short bursts of information that are coming at, at your phone in your pocket we actually made should see a... what
2: happens to a live poodle
0: <laughs> oh man <laughs> Uh, that just sounds messy anyway so here's here's this from i think this one was from how to geek that's not the one that i wanted this one right here so this this article that was written originally by electricsense.com and it was posted on it's a the fcc.gov website under the the uh, url I I don't know what that stands for, .fcc.gov. And it says this, the dangers of 5, 5G and the 11 reasons to be concerned. Right here in the first little bit that it talks about, uh, thousands of studies link low-level wireless radio frequency radiation exposure to a long list of adverse biological effects, including DNA single and double strand breaks. That sounds painful. Oxidative damage disruption of cell metabolism increased blood barrier permeability melatonin reduction distribution of brain or excuse me disruption of brain glucose metabolism and generation of stress proteins like that doesn't sound good i'm a scientist
1: but that just doesn't sound pleasant and these are all these can all be directly tied to 5g and and i i guess i mean the study shows that 5g is the absolute and main culprit of such things
0: well and that's where it starts to get hard right and so that's where i go back to the original section of a quote let's look at the actual science because you've got all these scientists that are now arguing over is it good is it bad can we can we differentiate between 5g and 4g and the power lines that are still above ground and the exhaust. I mean, Randall gave us all the reasons that we should never have to come outside of our house ever again, um, because <laughs> it's all just going to kill us. Did you guys see That's the right. movie with uh, Bruce Willis surrogates? Nope. I don't I know how not. well it actually did. It, it was an enjoyable movie, but the premise of the movie is that everybody has it, it's a it's it's a bed basically that you wake up in the morning, you get in this bed, and then it it neuro links your your uh, body to an android that looks and talks just like you but it's like at your perfect age. And then you interact throughout the the day virtually with your android talking with everybody else's android and the system gets hacked and anyway it was, it was kind of a fun movie but it, it wasn't, you know, amazing on the scale of like oh it was a fantastic movie but but the premise was kind of fun. It's fr- it's reasons hmm. like this that people are like, man, I I wish I could have something that just went out and did everything for me because it's all scary. Um, there was this one right here. Effects of the skin uh, is, is one thing in particular. So basically what they've done for these studies is they put lab rats and they put mice and they put bunnies and you know all these animals under like extreme cases where they just bombard them with microwaves to see what it does of varying different frequencies. So it's measured on the gigahertz scale right so they they hit him with all these different things well here's here's what happened Uh, i'm just going to quote this from the this fcc.gov section number two the effects of the skin the biggest concern is how these wavelengths will affect the skin the human body has between 2 million to 4 million sweat ducts dr ben eshai of hebrew university israel explains that our sweat ducts act like an array of helical antennas when exposed to these wavelengths meaning that we become more conductive a New York see a recent New York study which experimented with 60 gigahertz waves stated that the analysis of penetration depth show that more than 90% of transmitted power is, is absorbed in the epidermis and dermis layers. So this is where it is that I think a lot of people start to get nervous about 5G. Like I mentioned, it broadcasts, I want to say it was like every two to six hundred feet. They need to have these, these receptors basically installed in order for it to work. It doesn't carry like your old ham radio where you can talk to Tokyo if the conditions are right. Like This doesn't broadcast far. So they've got to have all of these. And so you're going to be constantly bombarded by this 5G that's everywhere that actually makes us more conductive, among other things. Uh, But that was just kind of an interesting point that, you know, we think, oh, well, I'll be protected because I'm not, like Eli said, standing underneath the tower. No, we're right next to it. And it's going to be hitting you all day long everywhere that you go.
2: Well, yeah, but it's such a small amount. Like it's a microwatt, like when, uh, which is tiny, like the fm radio is 500,000 watts is what it, it they do on their on, and so it's it's such a small amount compared to what's already being blasted out like the sun gives more radiation uh, radiates more energy than than any of this 5g stuff will and so i understand it's going to be everywhere but it's going to be everywhere like a microcosm of what is actually already out there and there's other things I think that are, are more likely to give us. I mean, when you say they're doing experiments with microwaves on rats, they're blasting such a higher frequency than actually going to be happening. Um, and that's just because the technology with the 5G, like they, it's, it's going to be in like concentrated, I guess, beams and it just beams to your phone like it's it's not going to be blasting everywhere at once. It's going to be like little little tiny bits of 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 these waves that just go directly to your phones and it's not like a blanket it's it's it's, it's interesting how they're they're doing all this stuff but it, I, I feel like it's not quite i mean it's 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 still not the biggest radiator out there and it's not even close even when you compare it to just to the
0: radio or the sun it's true and that's and, and that's an absolutely valid point and i think that's where a lot of people start poking holes in the science behind oh this is this is awful I, I can see both sides of it, but there's all, like you, again, like you mentioned at the beginning of, of your thoughts, Randall, there's so much stuff going on out there. It's like, okay, it's just kind of one more thing almost. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And that's sort of the, it, it all accumulates. I mean, the five, this 5g thing has people really worked up. There are people that are going to technological no, technology companies. They're going to these manufacturing companies and they're actually, when I say manufacturing companies, I mean, people who are, are making the towers and and, and they're, picketing and they're they're disrupting the workday with protests um so people are very mobilized and, and 5g is i i guess you could say the latest thing that that is uh, that is getting these people off the couch and or out of their office and, and, and into activism so it's certainly from a social aspect from a social standpoint there's there's something going on um, socially that I think is very interesting and I'm interested to see how it all plays out.
0: The last thing I want to say here, cause, cause we are running a little bit longer than we typically aim for. Um, but it's just kind of fun to, to talk with you guys about, about this stuff. But the last thing I want to say is we're talking about the microwaves of the 5g, but there's one other effect that comes from the f- fcc.gov uh, website. It's uh, effect number nine effects on the atmosphere and depletion of fossil fuels. So just kind of, you know, put this in, in our, in our brains for us. We score this. Uh, Again I quote, implementation of 5G global wireless network requires the launching of rockets to deploy satellites for 5G. These satellites have a short lifespan which would require a lot more deployment than what we're currently seeing. A new type of hydrocarbon rocket engine expected to power a fleet of suborbital rockets will emit black carbon which could cause potentially significant changes in the global atmospheric circulation and distribution of ozone and temperature according to a 2010 Californian study. Solid-state rocket exhaust contains chlorine, which also destroys the ozone. It goes on and says this last bit. The effects of the ozone are thought to be worse than the current uh, day CFC exposure. Google's Project Loon is said to bring Internet to rural and hard-to-access areas by using helium balloons. But these balloons only have a 10-month lifespan. We're looking at a lot of helium being used here, uh, more than what we could possibly have on Earth. So, I mean... Any way you cut it, this thing is just kind of turning into this really big thing. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it going to kill us? I don't know. So on that note, gentlemen, um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to wrap this thing up. Let's score it. Eli, I started with you on a couple of things here. So let's start with Randall. Uh, scale of, of 1 to 10 on our panic scale, um, 5G, is it something to be terrified of? What do you think?
2: Oh, when you start with that question, I'm like, no. It's, it's the <laughs> devil that so, – the the thing I was thinking of is is what's wrong in, right now is that the devil you know is better than the one you don't know, and so people are worried about it, even though there's stuff that's like clinically, legitimately proven to do really bad things to people, but they're not picketing that. I mean, we're not outside Philip Morris every day, but you know we could be, uh, but but we're not, and so I I don't know. I I'm gonna give this one a whopping two. And I'm reserving judgment and, and listen until something comes out that tells me that this is um like legitimately a, a big threat to health, I'm I'm gonna say the benefits far outweigh anything that, that could that that's going wrong, at least with my knowledge of it right now. So we're solid two for me on this one.
0: There it is. Solid two. There's our anchor point, Eli. So where are you at? Are you higher, or are you lower? What are you thinking? Um, well, I'm, I'm definitely
1: near there. It, it Wouldn't it be the, the height of irony if 5G technology was leveraged and used to discover that 5G technology wasn't good?
2: <laughs> um, that would be beautiful.
1: <laughs> it would be beautiful. I'm with Randall in the sense that I, think that, that I think the positives outweigh the negatives at this point. I do think that we'll learn more as time goes on about what impacts it might have on health. Just like we now have more data about cell phones and, and, and Wi-Fi. And the data is a little underwhelming um, to, you know, to, to some people who were, who were counting on it being unhealthy. Uh, but you know, as these technologies increase in power, uh, I do think it's still worth monitoring that. I'm going to give it a two as well. I mean, if I wasn't if I wasn't so, if I was someone who was just like, no, 5G is healthy, it's fine. People are crazy conspiracy theorists. Then I'd give it a zero. But I, I do think that it's probably going to be fine. But I also know that you, I feel like I can't say that forever when it comes to technological advancements. So for me, it's it's also a two, uh, simply because I do think that it's probably overhyped as far as how dangerous it is. But it's possible that. There could be some adverse health effects to it. I just I just don't know yet. So it's a two for
0: me.
2: Maybe go buy some better underwear.
0: Get the RF the RF blocking underwear. I mentioned it a few episodes ago. You did, I remember. You know, for me, I, I I'd want to rank it a lot higher. I'm not going to, and I'll tell you why. I think that there's such a cocktail of stuff that's out there. It's just it's adding one more thing to the mix. So I don't think that 5G alone is like gonna put us over the top. But the three G and four G bandwidths are still going to be in, intact and, and operating for at least the next decade. Five G is now coming, so we've got that as well. But I, I definitely do feel that you know there, there's only so much radiation that the human body should be allowed to absorb. The sun puts off the most, absolutely. But we're only adding to that. So the, the reason that it concerns me is that right now the mentality from the FDA, from the FCC, from other regulatory boards around the, the, the world are that, well, we'll get it up. And in a few years, then we'll conduct a study. And I never like it, the idea of, well, we'll just see if it hurts us and then we'll study it later. Like that, that just tends to worry me a little bit. So I'm going to go at a three and a half. Uh, again, am I going to end up probably with a 5G phone? probably just because technology is that way am i going to point to that on my deathbed and be like 5G killed me no i i i won't but uh, um, you know i i think it's something that we we do need to at least be aware of is that we we can only handle so much every day so
2: the Dar- the darwinian in me is saying bring it on <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tyler, you're going to be blaming like 8 or 9G instead of 5G. That's
0: that's, that's true. That'll be the straw that finally breaks the camel's back.
1: I know you make a good point. The social climate right now, things are going to seem scary. They just are. Everything's going to be amplified at this point because we are very divided and we are very prone to um, taking that division to the extremes right now, and especially on social media. Um, So I think that makes you make a really good point about that, Tyler.
0: Well, I appreciate that. Uh, well, for any of you that have a, a good point to be made, is 5G dangerous? Are you going to upgrade to the 5G phone? Are you going to hold off as long as possible? Leave that in the, uh, in the comment section of wherever it was that you found this episode of the podcast. If you haven't checked out our other ones, please feel free to go back and do so. because We can give you plenty of reasons to need to stay indoors every day. Uh, and t- uh, tune in with us next week for another phenomenal reason to panic. Thanks, everybody.